Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program on the internet, Al Gore's internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you'll to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's wearing makeup today. She's Ashley Peckle. I am wearing makeup today. Hi. Because you have to get a headshot done, right? Yeah, I had to take some pictures. So I figured I needed to look somewhat uh, cause presentable. Because she's, uh, she's, as you know, as we bring in Matt Stapp, you know she's a star. She's a talent. She's talent. She's talent. I, I have some breaking news, by the way. Like. We got, oh, do we have the breaking news center? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Chapel Hill in Palestine has been moved to 3.30 p.m. kickoff Ooh. due to the lights being broken at Chapel Hill Stadium. Mm-hmm. What? So that game will no longer be broadcasted on Texan Live. We are going to let them broadcast from their huddle cameras onto a YouTube page. So if you're a Chapel Hill fan oh. and you want to watch it, you're more than welcome to. Um, but it for will free, not though. be. Yeah, for free. It will not mm. be on Texan Live this time. It's a free game. Yeah. yeah. Free game. I guess because parents can't make the game. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. probably but A smart. lot of people, you know, are working. So. You guys are so nice. We try to be nice. So I would have told them, be like, no, you're going to pay for it. Today is Friday, September 30th, 2022, 55 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to, let's see, goodness, nobody. Leave uh, Max Verstappen. The the F one driver. Okay. It's also T Pain's birthday. Happy birthday, T Pain. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, T Pain. I like. I know, I know who T Pain is. Uh, it's episode one thousand four hundred sixty eight. On today's show, folks, we got the Mister Texas Football Player of the Week, and then the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Sisney Coach of the Week, and then Matt Step is here for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, food. If you need a food recommendation, if you need a Jamaica recommendation, because oh, he's yeah. going to be there. Yeah. You're going to be there tomorrow, right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. You'll be in Jamaica. During football season. It's a little weird. Yeah, I know. But we explained you that. You're going to miss us? Step. Yeah. I mean, you called me a sicko the other day because I was needing. I, I, I was asking for updates on things while I'm gone. So. I did call you a sicko. Yeah, you are a sicko. Fair. Yeah. Well, you know. Anyway, do it first for the door. 
We sure do. It was Coach Terry Crawford, Just Chad, Tony Blaylock, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, fellas. Terry Crawford, you stay right there. We have some things to say about your ball club in a minute. <laughs> Pickle. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the leading publication for all things football in the state of Texas, and the Tax Act Texas Bowl are proud to recognize the most outstanding high school football player in the state each week with the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award. Each week, the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff nominates 10 deserving candidates for their uh, for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you to vote at texasfootball.com. Voting closes each Friday at noon with the winner being announced at 12.06 p.m., which it is now right now. Oh, that's great. So... Without further ado, your week five, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Boom! Bang! New home quarterback, Caleb Cook, who was, uh, can we just say he was cooking? Oh, yes. I knew that was coming. I got to pull up exactly what he did uh, (laughs) because I closed out my document, but... And I'm not going to find but that. But he time. was, in fact, cooking. He threw cooking. for 540 yeah. yards, I think. Let me see. Um, he was, I can do this. This is going great. I sh- definitely have should have planned this out. Okay. Uh, new home quarterback, Caleb Cook, 546 yards and close. eight touchdowns yeah. passing. You were close. That's pretty good. Congratulations to all the nominees. Katie Morton Ranch, running back Santana Scott, San Antonio Harlandale quarterback Jacob Saucedo, Alice quarterback Cutter Stewart, El Campo running back Ruben Owens, Melissa quarterback Trevor Ham, Brady quarterback back in free safety Hayden Baronet uh, it's uh, Houston Fur running back John, Johnny Robinson Alto running back Rashawn Mumphrey and Corpus Christi West Oso running back Elijah Huff but a very special congratulations to the week five Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week new home quarterback Caleb Cook very well deserved I gotta be honest you throw for 546 and 8 I, I, don't, I don't know if we have a like a hard and fast rule but you're probably gonna be nominated typically typically uh, we got a quarterback that threw for 8 touchdowns last night from Amarillo High. Oh, oh really? I'm sure he'll be nominated this week. Well, I guess we'll find out on Monday. That's a lateral. That's a, that's a lateral tail. I like it. Right. Professional broadcasting here. Thank you. Pickle Dairy Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. It'll have fans decide the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. Your week five, Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... Boom! Bay City offensive co- defense coordinator Nathan Potts. The Black Cats suffocated Brazosport, earning a hard-fought 7-0 victory for their second shutout of the season. Congratulations to all the nominees. Converse Judson offensive coordinator Victor Sierra, Harlingen South defensive coordinator uh, Jaime Guerra, and White Oak offensive coordinator Skylar Stagner. But a very special congratulations to the Week 5 Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, Nathan Potts, defensive coordinator at Bay City High School. I like chocolate milk. <laughs> now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR Now makes sure to listen 
according to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage and every parent wants their child to be the best, but is making your target list of schools based on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics, location, coaching style, financial aid? There's so many factors that should be considered when selecting a college program outside of on-field performance. Our friends at Athletes to Athletes have put together a recruiting guide centered around providing a broader, more holistic perspective about what your college experience could be. It's got checklists, do's and don'ts, key strategies, much more. It's a 22-page guide that covers everything you and your family should know as you walk through your college recruiting journey and now for a limited time only athletes to athletes is offering this guide for free to our audience go to athletes to athletes.com slash dave campbell today download the free college recruiting guide that's athletes to athletes.com athletes to athletes.com slash dave campbell or scan that qr <laughs> Now, I was not going to, I was just going to hope that you were still doing that. And now, Fickle, it's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda Dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your Helpful Honda Dealer today or visit ntxhondadealer.com to Ooh. learn more. Uh, do you have the breaking news sounder? Ooh, again? We can hit the breaking news sounder. The SMU football game against UCF, which had been rescheduled for Sunday, has been rescheduled to Wednesday, October 5th at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. That's right. UCF taking on SMU will now be happening Wednesday, October 5th at 6 p.m. Uh, of course, Hurricane Ian uh, is bearing down on Houston, or on, on Houston. I'm so used to it hitting Houston. On Florida. Um, so, uh, obviously, uh, rolled through. Did some damage. It did some damage, so uh, so it had to move. We're, of course, we're thinking about our friends in Florida, uh, but if you are interested in the football implications, SMU, UCF, Wednesday, October 5th, I believe, when's SMU's, what's S- they must have a bye after that. They probably both have a bye, yeah. Let me see. They uh, Their next game is, yeah, October 14th, so they have a bye. So mm-hmm. that probably works out well that they can move right. it and then be like, all right. So, you know, there'll so. be more people watching the SMU game Wednesday night than I cannot. Than Sunday it. at noon, yeah, absolutely. I so, that works out. Anyway, all right, get your questions I in high school football, college night, football, recruiting, <laughs> lifestyle, romance, travel. Get your questions in Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Get your questions in. We will answer uh, as many questions as we can. You hear? No. Pickle's not going to be watching the game Wednesday night. I got a Pitbull concert to go to, my dude. Trish is coming up. How many times is this for you to see Pitbull? I think this is my fifth. <sighs> Let's talk about last night. Yeah. Uh, you were at a game. You it went was. to Wiley and Lakeview Centennial, yes. a relatively low-scoring affair. Yeah, beautiful Homer B. Johnson Stadium. That is a beautiful stadium. It's a nice, they, they remodeled it a few years ago. It's a great stadium. Mm-hmm. Right there, right there. No, no track. You're right there on the top on top of the action. It's built into a bowl. Mm-hmm. It's nice, nice mm-hmm. stadium. Uh, yeah, nine six A is pretty. I mean, every game is important in that district. They're all real tightly bunched, so 
big win for Anthony Sinclair's ball club there at Lakeview Centennial, 20 to 10 over Wiley. Very much a defensive battle. Neither offense really could do much, but a nice win for Lakeview. They're now three and one in district, so um, good good for them. I think they're right in the middle of the playoff race for Wiley. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall two and one, still in the mix, but they're going to have to get some work done to get in. So it was a close, competitive, kind of low scoring. Wiley's only touchdown came on a kickoff return for mm. a touchdown, so it was just kind of one of those games, kind of a kind of a grinder. Yeah, understood. Yeah. Pickle, you were at a game last night. I was at a game. You saw our friend Wade. Yes, and uh, our buddy Mike across. Alexander was there, too, shooting for Bally. Um, oh, cool. So, yeah, I went to Frisco Independence and Denton High, and now Independence with their 44-10 to win over Denton High was their 5-0 and for the first time in mm-hmm. program history. So it was a blowout, but it was cool to get to see that, and all the kids were holding up, like, the 5-0 and afterwards and stuff. So it was really good. They've got a really good uh, – I'll look up to make sure I get his name right. It's Jake something. Their tight end over there at Frisco Independence is really good. Um, so you get Independence, Emerson, Lake Dallas, and Argyle, all 5-0. and Wow. Big doings the up district, there. Yeah. Um, and was, also, I have to ask, uh, can we get a review on the uh, new HEB in Frisco, Pickle? Jake Simpson is his name. Um, I think he's got he's got an offer from the land troops, but um, he's really, really impressive. Uh, HEB was fantastic. Um, I went afterwards. It was about 9.45, and it was still packed. Like, I mean, I pulled up, and the parking lot was full. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I just went and made a lap real fast. I didn't go, like, super grocery shopping. Okay. But I did get the H-E-B uh, fajita meat, which, if you know, you know. You got some ranch, and too. I got the homemade uh, in-store ranch, which is so good. Uh, first going to Penance. Nick Stokes first year, right? Yeah, he took, took over for Kyle Geller. Yeah. Who retired. Kyle Story. Kyle Story. Kyle Geller's Story. at Burles. Correct. Story, um, yeah. <laughs> How embarrassing. And you call yourself an insider. How embarrassing. Yeah, what an idiot. Um, <laughs> elsewhere last night, uh, we kind of flagged you on Katie and Katie Jordan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now we have. We don't know. Maybe not. We don't know anything other than Katie's I got to be honest, man. 1968, <laughs> I think, is a mess. Like, after Katie, it it's is. Katie, and then it's just like, who else? Because Shrug. Like, exactly. Shrug emoji. Because, like, now maybe Jordan had a bad game, and maybe Jordan just doesn't match up well with Katie. They got beat, like, 70-21. Yeah, the the, Jordan's not very good in the front seven, and, and that's typically a problem against Katie. Yeah. So, Pato is a little bit better in the front seven, mm-hmm. so I know they played Katie next week. Maybe that'll be a little yeah. better matchup. But Katie is clear, clearly... Yes. Cl- Katie went full Katie last night. They did. That was peak Katie. They looked good. The other headline for me came out of the uh, came out of the Houston area. Another game we had our eye on, North Shore and C.E. King. It's good C.E. Mm-hmm. King ball club, and North Shore dispatched with them with the quickness, but the headline is probably what came out and who was playing quarterback as uh, Caleb Bailey, their star sophomore quarterback, went down with an apparent mm-hmm. injury, mm-hmm. Um, did not return Second quarter. Um, uh, it was first quarter. First quarter. That, that first five, six minutes of the game were about as bad as it can go. North Shore fumbled the opening kickoff. Mm-hmm. C.E. King kicks a field goal. Then, like, this, I think the very, I think Bailey got hurt on the first or second series of the game. Yeah. You know, it was a bad first five or six minutes. But credit to North Shore, they kind of got the wheels back mm-hmm. on and, and they moved David Amador from wide receiver to quarterback. And he, like, threw, like, three touchdowns. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's a good runner. And so, like, <laughs> what does what uh, Jorts call him? Touchdown Dave? Yeah. Touchdown Dave. Touchdown Dave that. Amador. Touchdown we're, Dave. we're literally, I'm, I saw your thing. If we have to make this a thing, like, that's my mission now. Oh, touchdown Dave. I'll tell you off the air. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an appropriate nickname for him. And, yeah, North Shore, Coach Gaston changed the offense up a little bit to uh, fit into Amador's skill set. Obviously, he hadn't worked at quarterback all week. And, and when you've got a defense and a running game like they have, that's – you can do some things. So yeah, we, we credit to the credit to the Mustangs. We don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm looking for any sort of update on Caleb Bailey. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna 
I mean, I, I'm going gonna, to dig around uh, probably when I come back. I mean, if I hear something oh, while I'm out. but I was, Coach K is pretty good at keeping things they, pretty close yeah. to the program. Well, and I, think, I don't think we'll know until – and really, honestly, number one, I don't, I don't think even if he if it's not as bad as we think it is – At least let him sit for They're a not going to rush him back No, because they, they're going to protect him. But also, they really don't need him for the next few weeks. So here's the thing. The thing for, for me about them, if you really want to start playing gamesmanship, right, with uh, if Caleb Bailey is out for any sort of significant period of time, the next time they play a game – game that really, really matters for them would be week 10 at Atascacita. Mm-hmm. The only reason that really matters more than like Summer Creek next week, which is a good team, um, the only reason that matters more is that that would be for D1 seating. Yeah. That, you know, theoretically, I'm, I'm comfortable penciling North Shore into the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's a fair... They're going to go D1, and so Atascacita is the other D1 seed, and so or the other D1 team, and so you got to beat them to get the number one seed. And I honestly, I think if Bailey's not 100%, let's say he's like at 80%, I don't think they'll play him no. against Atascacita. Yeah. No. I think North Shore's like, if we don't get the number one seed, who cares? And you yeah. have touchdown Dave. So yeah. I got touchdown Dave. They got touchdown Dave, they got that defense. Anyway, so so yeah. that might be the last we see of, uh, of Caleb Bailey until the playoffs, maybe. Hopefully we'll see him back. Hopefully it's not uh, a season-ending injury. I yeah. um, haven't heard anything. We'll, 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 we'll work the sources as we yeah, can. We're going to call. But maybe one of those deals we don't know until he's, he, if he, if he does, yeah, if he sh- suits up. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. John K is not one. Now, I do think if he's out, he's, for this, he's not. He, John K is not a liar. I want to be clear, no. but he's just he's, he's gonna just, give that information. He's, yeah, to he's us. gonna, you know, he'll I smoke do think, screen you. I do think if he's out for the season, I do think we'll hear something eventually. If he's out for the season, I agree with that. But I think if we don't hear anything, then I think it's probably good news because that means so. he's going to come back just a matter of yeah. when. Hopefully, here's you know he's one of the more exciting players in the state. Here's hoping it's not too serious. Yeah. Uh, anything else from last night? Oh, uh, oh. Oh, wow. That was a big one. Oh, yeah, Abbott. The big six-man game last night. So Abbott went to Strawn and played Borden County, and they beat him in 20 minutes. They beat him 46 nothing and a half. That's a good Borden County team. It's a pretty good Borden. I mean, Borden County, let's put it this way. You're not a six-man guy. You know the name Borden County. I do. I do know that. Yeah, and they're a pretty good I know Abbott, too. Yeah. Abbott rose to number one last week over uh, with their uh, with West really with Westbrook's loss last week, and I think there was a fair argument to be made should you have kept Westbrook at number one. Mm-hmm. I think Abbott last night kind of said solidified. Come and get some. yeah. Thank yeah. you, Coach Crawford, for, for making us look like we know what we're talking exactly about. Exactly right. <laughs> no, they, they stifled them. That's a really impressive Abbott ball club. Keep an eye on them. All right, Pickle. Let's get some questions in for our experts, Ashley Pickle and Matt Stepp. Um, me, what are your thoughts on Orangefield and Anawak? Orangefield and Anawak. All right. Let me go to my spreadsheet and learn more about Orangefield and Anawak. I think Orangefield's going to have trouble with Anawak's athleticism. But Orangefield slot T. The slot T. It's, Coach it's Smalley, the they, they, they do what they I do. I didn't realize well. Anawak was 4-1. In my Anawak's face. having a good year. Yeah, Coach Nice. He's got a, they got a kid. I remember seeing in the preview, um, like a – Potential FBS type recruit. Do you know uh, what it was? The defensive line, I believe. It's not. It's not like it's not fair to them. But like they lost week one to Newton, and I was just like, oh, okay, well, kind of yeah. file them away. You know yeah, what I mean? They're off to a good start. But they're off to a really nice start. Yeah. I mean, that that win. Now that I look at it. That win over New Waverly is really nice. Yeah, New Waverly was ranked in three division two for a little mm-hmm. while. So yeah, I, I think I think it's a it's a, gonna be a competitive. Orangefield tip typically is very competitive. I think Anawax is gonna have a little too much speed. For I think them. that's a good district too. Uh, it's a really tightly packed district. Like I'm not throwing dirt on Buna quite yet. Like I, I know they're they're one and four, but I think the upside is still there for them to make the playoffs. East Chambers is in there. East right? Chambers is, is in Woodville there. in there. Um, or is no. Woodville, uh, Woodville's no. in the district. Uh, Tarkington's off to a nice start yeah. too. Like I don't know. It's a good district there in dis- in, in District Ten. So I like Anawak. I think I like Anawak as well. Upon some quick research, what's next, Pickle? <laughs> Just being honest. Um, it's not a game that I had considered this week. Wasn't on your radar. Wasn't on my radar. 
Well, now it is. Shout out Tony Blaylock. Yeah. <laughs> um, thoughts on a game that we have talked about that has been on your radar. How about Wall and Mason? Is this, I got to be honest, this feels like, even though the records are really nice, and they play like every year, basically. Mm-hmm. Like these two teams, I think, like playing each other because they beat each other up. I can tell you, even from growing up in Atlanta, we would always keep our eye on what the Wall Mason score was because yeah. it's it's a pretty it's a yeah, fairly so big you, rivalry, almost. I guess you could consider yeah, it. And they always play early in the year. Like yeah. it's weird to play in week six. I guess they, play, yep, the they used of, to open. Like, I want to say last real they opened with them. Well, the mm-hmm. last couple times because you went to Wall yeah. Mason at that's the right, that was week. So, yep, so, yeah. Um, it does feel this feels like one that's flying under the radar by Wall Mason standards. Yeah. But and I think part of it is like, you know, Mason has had a couple of years they where they both have. Yeah. yeah. Where they weren't like Mason, you know, mm-hmm. but like it's mm-hmm. they've kind of fallen back from the Refurio and Shiners in, in week four. But like Mason's resume is pretty strong. They've had, they're off to a good. This is a better Mason team than the, probably the past couple of years. They have had, a one so. point loss to Coleman in the opener. And that's it. Like they've yeah. run past everyone else. Their def- their defense has been really good. Uh, this is going to be a low scoring game. Oh yeah, Wall and Ma- yes. Wall's defense is really good too. So this is this is a touted first Craig, one to Craig Way rock fight. Let's put, yeah, first <laughs> one to twenty one. Let's put it this way. Uh, they've obviously got more results than this, but I just want to just point this out. Mason played uh, Coleman and lost seven to six, and Wall back in week three played Jim Ned. Do you remember the score of that one? Three nothing. Three nothing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If you are expecting the first one to six is if you're expecting forty four to forty one. <laughs> wrong game for you. Wrong game for you. I would expect the punters to get a workout yeah. this one. That'd be good. Anyway, big, big punter. Be a good game. I think I took Wall. I think I stick with Wall. Yeah. I think especially Wall. at home. Wall's a little underrated, especially dropping down to division two. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be a team to watch out for come playoff time. Well, and once they get into district play, I think they're still the favorite in that yeah. district. What's next? Um, let's stick in that classification, and we'll go uh, thoughts on Refurio and Three Rivers. Because, again, how about the Bulldogs? All right. <laughs> I think I'll say it. All right. Someone cut this. <laughs> that's that's They're, like I know. Refurio's <laughs> going to beat Three Rivers tonight. Okay. It's a hot take. And yeah. then Shiner's also going to beat Three Rivers whenever they play, mm-hmm. right? But I think Three Rivers is pretty good. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good ball club. And... I think that like in like because I this was a game that kind of caught my eye and this is the perfect example of like a game where other weeks would get buried because there's like this is the benefit of like the mm-hmm. big open date is that we can focus on teams we haven't been able to look at the three rivers I think this team's legit like I think their defense has been really good all year they are difficult to game plan for um, I don't know like they go with Furio Shiner back to back like so they're gonna lo- like they're gonna lose their next two and they might even be ugly losses. Mm-hmm. But I could be talking to them being better in Ganado and being the third best team in that district. I think Three Rivers Ganado is a really, really good game. Mm-hmm. I'll say I think Three Rivers is going to play either Shiner or Refurio tougher than everyone. Well, one of those two. Yeah. I think I think it'll be Refurio. Three Rivers for some reason does team tend to play Refurio tough mm-hmm. for a little while, like re- re- relatively mm-hmm. speaking, right? Like there was one year it was like twenty eight to nothing, which yeah. by Refurio standards is yeah. pretty good. So like I think they'll play him tougher, but yeah. It's yeah. I'm I'm interested. I'm interested. Because yeah. um, I'm and, and like I said, Refurio is your favorite. Refurio is your clear favorite. I want to say it's homecoming for them. I think yeah. they're going to put on a show. But I do think that this is this is this is this is not throwing dirt on on Three Rivers. And I think they are in a region four that essentially outside of Shiner and we haven't talked a ton about it. But like outside of Shiner and Refurio, like who's the third best team yeah. in region yeah. four? Yeah. There's a chance it's Three Rivers. I think it's a pretty good ball call. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What's that? Let's go big school here. What are your thoughts on Angleton full share tonight? Not interested. Pointsy. <laughs> Pointsy is, well, if full share has their way, it'll yeah. be Pointsy. 
Um, this is gonna be. This, we're gonna see just how good Fulcher is this, this week. Mm-hmm. Angleton's pretty good. Angleton's got a win over Manville. Yeah, I think they're the what the highest scoring team in the state. They're averaging sixty five points a game, something like that. I mean, they're lighting it up. Nick Caduti and his awesome hair are yeah. lighting it up. Hard part, team hard part, team hard part. Uh, this will be Angleton will be the best team Fulcher's played by a factor of at least two or three. Yeah, and well, and so here's. The thing is, they're, right now their best win is that win at Magnolia, which is impressive, 53-50. to 50. That's how they have to win these games. Yeah. Because for as much as we talked about, like, we've talked a little bit about, like, uh, like Stephenville and, like, my trepidation with Stephenville at the moment. It's like, the full defense, shears yeah. that turned up. It's yeah. like, all right, offense, unbelievable. Defense, also showing up. Yeah. Also appearing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think Fulcher's going to have to find a way to— I, I don't think stops. Yeah, I think eventually they're going to play it. Like, Angleton, I think, is good enough to stop them a few times. And, and Angleton's ex- explosive enough. And the other thing is that Angleton is the kind of team that they're explosive, but they also, like, they'll take the air out of the ball on you. You know what I mean? They're li- old. They, they run the spread now, but they've got some wing T kind of principles still exactly in, their, right. in their systems they'll, and schemes. So. They will, they'll slow it down on you, and I wonder if that's exactly what they're going to do. I wonder if they're going to, if, if uh, you know, they're going to try to take, you know, Coach Jason Britton's going to try to, like, limit possessions in this mm-hmm. game. It's big old school ball versus new school ball. Yeah. Is yeah. The feeling. There's, there's certain elements to that, which is, I mean, it's a big night in 10 5 Division One. Yeah, there'll be a, a lot of the district race is going to start to flush itself between out this t- Between this one and then the Magnolia West and, 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 and Foster Richard game. Foster yeah. game. Mm-hmm. It's a big night in 10 5 Division One. What's next, Pickle? Um... Let's go with what do you think about Tatum? They had a tough preseason, but they hung with number seven um, in 4A Lumberton. I got to tell you, okay, so I made the point, and this is like three weeks ago on Tap and Seb. I told you, I think it's when they when they were 0-2. Mm-hmm. When they 0-2, after they got done playing Dangerfield pretty tight, mm-hmm. I, made the, I made the proclamation that they may end up being like an awesome 0-6 team. Uh, they go and they beat Pittsburgh mm-hmm. impressively. Then they go and they go on the road and beat West Rusk, which is that's a that's a, that's a feather in the cap. Yeah, that's a signature win. And then he's exactly right. I he or she I don't I don't know who asked the question. Um, they are exactly right that they hung with Lumberton. Wesley Williams. Okay, yeah, I guess it's a um, dude. He he's exactly right. They hung with Lumberton. They gave Lumberton a run. Yeah. And now I have concerns about their defense. Their defense is it's capable of getting lit up. Yeah. But their offense is going to be able to hang in that district. I, I think I don't think there's any reason why Tatum can't win the district. Gladewater's Gladewater's not what they have been. Who else is in that district? Jefferson and Atlanta. I, I would take Tatum. I think Tatum's got a pretty good shot to win the district. I'm not I, I mean, think you're probably right. Jefferson 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 is okay. Jefferson's okay. They lost to Centerville and Timpson, so now Timpson's Timpson. And we we have a we have a rule now. We don't fall for Atlanta. Yeah, we I mean, exactly. We so I, I think we've Tatum. Been, we've been burned. Anybody who listens to the Tepid knows we've I, been burned by Atlanta like yeah, I, four years in I a row. Tatum's got a great shot to win the district. Yeah. So, no? so I yeah, I think good. I think I think that it's one of those iron sharpens iron type things. And by the way, that week one loss in overtime to center has it's aged really well. Center's ranked this week. Yeah. So. Yep. That's a good that's a good loss. Okay, what's next? Throwing four Um let's go your thoughts on Mount Vernon. Still developing, still trying to figure out like what they're going to be. Because right, I it's hitch to McKenzie McGill and yeah. say carry us. Because I mean, last week against Minneola's fine. Minneola's an okay team, and it was twenty eight twenty five in the fourth quarter. Now yeah. Mount Vernon scored twice late to pull away, but clearly this is a this is not 
this is not a team. You know, they're 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 wounded. Like obviously, they're losing, losing the quarterback and is they, just so they huge. play Bonham tonight. They'll beat Bonham, they in will. my opinion. Next then week. they're at Winsboro. That's the and there. That's when we like ask me then after that, and I will have a fully fleshed out. That is on a rivalry. That is that's yeah. And it'll probably be who's Winsboro got this week? Probably not. I think they're going to win. Yeah. Um, Winsboro's got Commerce. They're going to win that game. So it's going to be Battle of Unbeaten's. Mm-hmm. That's a big, big, big game. Probably for the district title. Yeah. You know, Winsboro's kind of gone. You know, they they were slot T, and then they've got the Finney kid. Finney's son is a quarterback, and all of a sudden now he listed him as a wing T team, but they're throwing it all all over the place. Mm-hmm. He threw for 500 yards last week as well. So yeah, yeah they lit up Emory Range. Yeah, they're they're slinging it around. I I am yeah. On Mount Vernon, my, my jury is still out. The loss of Braden Bennett, their quarterback, is that's. I mean, there are few teams that are as reliant on their completely changes their personality Vernon. and trajectory. Still really talented. So still really totally talented different team now. Exactly. Though, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's next, Pickle? Um. What is the best Halloween movie? It could be scary or not scary. I don't. Really, I, don't I don't really like scary movies or how. I, mean, I can't think. I can't think of a Halloween movie really. Hmm. I liked Garfield, but that's not really Halloween. <laughs> it's like just cat. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'm not a horror movie. I've guy, said so. my, I've said my piece on Charlie Brown before. Yeah, and you're wrong. I think Charlie Brown's washed. Um, you're wrong, uh, and I feel bad for Hank. And my Max. wife's really, my wife's really fired up that Hocus Pocus two is coming out. Mm-hmm. She's real fired up about that. I always liked. Uh, did you ever do Halloween Town, or was that kind of after your time? Because um, no. that was like big Disney Channel. Thing. Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Is the best Halloween movie. Okay, yeah, that always looks creepy, and I don't like scary look, movies, so, so I don't like watch it. It's great. It's a musical. It's awesome. It's I really good. The music's great. Huge fan. You of You would musicals. like it. Do you not like scary movies? I don't it's like not, scary movies, and I don't really like musicals, so I, not, I really don't think I would like scary. it. <laughs> it's not super scary, I promise. What's um, next? All right, let's see. Thoughts on Wiley East versus Garland? District lead is on the line yeah. in 9-6-A. Every game has been really competitive. It's going to yeah. be a close game, I think. Um, that is a district where uh, trying to think of how many teams I can picture winning the district now. Like, four or five. I mean, four I can five. see Wiley I mean, East, Garland. I can see Lakeview getting hot. Yeah. I can see Naaman getting hot. Yeah. I mean, there's at least four right there. It's 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 a wide open district. So yeah, I would I would I I think I'm buying it on Wiley East. I think I'm willing to buy Marcus it. Marcus Gold them. squad's been yeah. moving up to six A has been good. Good. It has been it's yeah. weird, yeah. but like they—that's a team that like moved up a classification, but I think got stronger. And maybe it's just that this particular team is mm-hmm. is more well suited. They have like, a lot of three-year starters. Yeah, too. I don't know. I like I like this Wiley East team. Yeah. What's next, Pickle? Um. So Corpus Christi Miller got a huge win last night, and they want to know if they did. Uh, mm-hmm. If they're a legit contender to come out of five A Division One Region Four, which yes, yes, one hundred percent, or um, maybe PSJ North now. <laughs> so that's a, so that's the question. The question is so a lot of this comes down to if you think one of the Valley teams are going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's reason to think they can, and there's reason to think they can't. And if they if it's not a Valley team, if it's not Vela it's, and it's not PSJ North, it is pretty Miller. clearly Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's. No, they're not what they. They're not, they're not what they were. No. Yeah. The one thing I think about Miller that's a little con- they're they're kind of doing this quarterback rotation thing mm-hmm. with Jaden Brown and yeah. Trevor. I think his last name is Long. I think they need to 
pick one eventually. I don't think the rotation is eventually get off the pot, so to speak. They, they need to pick one. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be the one thing they can get away with it now in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But I think in the playoffs they're going to they're going to need to settle. They're five and zero. They're going to finish ten and zero. Like they're going they're better than everyone. That they is. play they play vets on that Thursday that we're yeah. down in the valley. Um, and that's the district. That's title the game. district mm-hmm. title game. Yeah, but like I th- I I'd pick them right now. Like that'd be my pick. And I don't see anyone. I mean, I think the four best teams in Region Four are PSA, North Vela, Miller, and Vets. Yeah, those are those are yeah. four because the other two districts are San Antonio districts, and they're they're not they're not like the heavy hitting San Antonio districts. Yeah, exactly. So it'd be like San Antonio Southwest or something like that. What's next? Brazos Wood is a surprising five and zero weak non district schedule and one and zero in district. Will they be able to win enough district games to squeak into the playoffs? Shout out. Friend of the program, Joe Dale Carey. Joe Dale Carey mm-hmm. doing, doing work down there because that's, man, that's that's a program. That's a, they've struggled for a yeah. long time. Now, smart non-district scheduling. Yes. yes. Good non-district Building scheduling. Building confidence. Yeah. Um, and I will say this. The Clear Creek ISD schools, I, I think Brazos Wood can challenge for fourth. Mm-hmm. I think that I Clear think, Springs and Clear Falls and it, Dickinson are kind of okay. the top three, right? So yeah. So here's the thing: Dickinson doesn't look as explosive. I know they're down year. this year. Yeah. I know Clear Creek is one and four. I get it. I understand. I don't save your emails for me. But that is the kind of game that Old Brazoswood loses by three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like to win that game and to win it pretty resoundingly. I think is impressive. Wood, for the most part, has not won any district game. I mean, no. they've been they can't beat anybody in Clear Creek ISD. So, no. and Clear by the Creek's way, not one of the worst teams in Clear in Clear Creek ISD. No, so. and but we, you know who is probably in all due respects Clearbrook, who they played this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to be. I think they're going to be six and zero. Is it a um, seven or eight team district? There's seven. five Clear Creek. Seven. So it's five seven. Clear Creeks, mm-hmm. Dickinson, and Brazoswood. So really, so here's, here's the ball game. Here's what it's going to come down to. You got to win three games. I can tell you what it's going to be. So let's say they beat Clearbrook, okay? The next three weeks are at Clear Springs, Dickinson, and Clear Falls, okay? Probably three losses. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Open date, close against Clear Lake, and that's, that's, your, that's for the fourth that's playoff for the fourth spot. spot. Yeah. That's for the fourth playoff spot, straight up. And I don't know. They're different. They're different, and, and Coach, I think Coach Carey deserves a lot of credit. He's done a heck of a job. That's really impressive. So what's next, Pickle? Um, thoughts <coughs> on the Battle of the Red Rail tonight? Going they, down oh, at Mustang, they play that? Mustang Panther Stadium. They play that? Does it? Is it like um, the Gopher Warrior Bowl where they switch the name depending no, on who wins I, the game? I mean, they no. just call it Mustang Panther no <laughs> yeah. matter what. Um, good the, bit, though. Yeah, that is a good bit. Um, I think okay. they go alphabetical order. That's how yeah, that was, was decided. Say. So we're going to be at this game. Bally will be at this game tonight. Who's, who's you know? Madison Hawk. Will oh, be Madison there. Hawk. Our friend Madison Hawk. Hi, Madison. Um, hi. This is, it's this is a state ranked team or state ranked matchup, and I think that this is. Let me put it this. I mean, this is a nice way. I can be convinced that either of these teams are contenders, and I can also be convinced convinced that either of these teams are frauds. Yeah. Like in five, but in five A Division two, mm-hmm. because the no team has emerged. It's like, still open. Like, yeah, it's still wide open. If if Grapevine goes out there and drills Colleyville Heritage and they just mulch them. Which hasn't happened in a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Then it's like, I'm willing to jump on board the Grapevine bandwagon, right? Mm-hmm. Vice versa. If Colleyville Heritage goes out there and they drill Grapevine, I'm willing to be like, all right, maybe Heritage got a little something, right? Yeah. But like... I like I, I have no feel for this because both of these teams I think their best result this year is a loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Grapevine lost to Argyle and Colleyville Heritage lost to Texas High, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Um 
both those, that's their best result. Because Colleyville Heritage did beat Ennis, but that is no, I mean, Everman beat Ennis. Yeah, like, no, gosh. <laughs> but no, uh, the, that is, like, that's not, unfortunately, no mean feat this year. So I am very intrigued. I think we're going to, I think one contender will emerge tonight. I think this is an elimination game as far as contenders. And concerned. we're not going to know any of the, re- the, the, the schedule the rest of the way. I mean, all due no. respect to Fort Worth ISD is they're going to dominate. Yeah, this so. is the district championship. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So for me, the winner of this game gets to stay in that on that short list of contenders mm-hmm. in five in a wide open five A division two, and the loser honestly just drops to the second tier. I'm just being honest. Like yeah. the way that I think about it is going to be like, all right, you know, you're going to finish second place in kind of a weak district, and you know, we'll see what ha- yeah, what we'll your see, matchups. You'll are. probably win a playoff game or two. Exactly then, right. Yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at. What's next, pickle? Um, what's the most unusual concession food that you've had at a high school football game? Ooh, unusual. I haven't had it, but I've seen sushi at South Lake. I mean, I know that's they have sushi. Yeah, yeah. Riley. <laughs> I, mean, that was, I mean, that's like that's when Dodd, Todd was there. I think oh, that's that's been a Dodge family. I know. Yeah. Uh, fix this s. I mean, I ate sushi at a baseball game once. Did you in Seattle? And eat your roll. I haven't seen a lot of unusual foods other than the sushi at South Lake. Press box, I've seen some stuff. But. I've um, I'm very interested in. Yeah, we don't eat the concession a lot because we yeah. get fed. Uh, um, the I had a hot dog last night. So in a couple of weeks, it's good. In a couple of weeks, yeah, I think I'm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm taking. They had, Hank. Uh, they had great ladies there to serve you too, which was awesome. Nice. They were very nice. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I think I'm taking Hank to his first football game uh, right. on a Thursday night. I think a JV contest at the high school near my nearest to my house and stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah, I think he's very excited to get like popcorn. Oh like yeah, that. popcorn so, solid. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's it's very exciting. The great thing about that, I think freshmen play at like five thirty, and then like the JV starts at seven, and whatever. It's gonna be people running around, so we're gonna go watch the freshman for like forty five minutes till he gets bored, and then we're gonna leave. There you go. So there you go. He's excited about it. I like so, it. That's, yeah, so. What's next? Um, if you could see, if scratch that, if you all could in three, two, one. If you all could change one rule, which rule would you like to see changed? That's a good question. Mm. I'm not a fan. I mean, this is not a U. This is NC. I'm not a fan of the targeting. Mm, I hate not the targeting rule. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, just not a fan. Um, I, I think the block. I mean, I was, the slot T guys probably just, the blocking below the waist is probably. A, yeah, the cut block rule is something that they would like to go back to what it was. Yeah, I mean, I get it. So, here's what I'd like to do. Let me get. Let me go off the board here. And this is, you know, this is the. This is never going to happen. I want to be more organized. This. What I would like to do is I would like to render district numbers meaningless when it comes to playoffs. What I would like to do is if you're in Region One and you qualify for the playoffs, you go in the jar. You pick a ball out. Okay. Can you imagine how much fun that would be and we for should, us? Yeah, we let us do it too. For us? Yeah, that would be a blast. Of now, like, travel like, costs. Oh, you would. well, that's the problem. Yeah. The problem. But here's the thing: is that like if you're in Region One, if you're driving, if you're going deep in the playoffs, you're already kind of budgeting in. Right. That you know you're going to play an El Paso team or something like that. But if, you know you keep it within regions, right? You're not going to have like 
uh, oh, KD has to play their first game at Amarillo or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But I think that would be very interesting because right now... Like Selection Sunday almost. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would because be like cool. right now we can plot out and I can tell you, like, for example... I really like, as long as Allen takes care of their business in Division One. I, I like their path in yeah. Division One. They mm-hmm. would probably run into, depending on if South Lake Carroll gets into Division One, they run to South Lake Carroll in like a regional final, which I think, based on what I think of, South, of Allen, would be an overachieving year this mm-hmm. year to make mm-hmm. it into the fourth round of the playoffs. So... I would like, I would love to have it where it's like mix it all up, and maybe you get a great draw, and maybe you get a terrible draw, yeah, stuff like that. I think that would be fun. That's just me. I know coaches would never go for it, no, because they have to scout. Yeah, like no. that's the thing, because you know, co- like I know you get texts all the time of, of like, hey, how do you see this district finishing? Mm-hmm. Because so you're trying to plan out the scouting, yeah, because yeah. then oh, it's on our it's on our off date, so we're gonna go see whoever because we might see them in the first round. Which is so funny because when you think about like us too, how that would change the dynamic of like the shows that we do because it would kind of be like we wouldn't have as much information when you go to because we can right now we can go. No playoff projections. Yeah, exactly. Like there's no way. That would be cool. But can you imagine... Can you imagine the ratings? The Sunday show we would do oh, after yeah. it comes out, like Saturday, like make it Saturday night. Saturday night after all the games finish, like we tell everybody, games have to end by five o'clock on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then at seven o'clock live on TexasFootball.com. Yep. we've got the selection. Yeah, show. Oh, gosh, get get Elsa, get Elsa in here picking that out. That thing she's would like, do numbers. She's like South Lake Carroll play their first It'd be game like against when we, Allen. Wow. <laughs> when like we all sat there and watched us. the uh, the uh, World Cup draw. Yeah. Where they yes, literally they open like the up the ball. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Except we wouldn't have all the frou-frou stuff beforehand like the World Cup To be clear, there's a million reasons why nobody would sign up for this. But up here... Let us have fun with it. Let us have it. All right. What's next? Let's do two more. Um, what are your thoughts on Brookshire Royal and Sealy? Hey, Brookshire Royal, we haven't talked about them. Coach Regan's has done a good job. They're yeah. off to a fantastic start. Yeah, they're four and zero. Four and zero, and Sealy's three and two. What's that? Sealy is three and two. Sealy's three and two. Brookshire Royal is off to a really nice start, and that's another program that has been down for a while. Down yeah. for a while. They're off to. They're this is, but this is. <laughs> their big test. Yeah, they, they, their schedule was pretty light. They're, so. pun- they're punching up. Like not punching up, but like they're 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 riding in and taking on probably uh, the second place team in that district behind Belleville. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is- so win this game and like everyone will start pay- and and everyone will start paying attention yeah. to it. Sealy's a good squad. I don't know if I'm I'm like I said I'm comfortable sliding them as second in the district right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not writing off. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm certainly not writing off. Brookshire Royal as possibly winning this game. I think Steely's a favorite, but I think Brooks, yeah. there's a path for Brooks I think this Royal. is I think this is a one score game. Yeah. You know? And so I think Brookshire Royal's got a chance. All right. Do we have an ender? Um <laughs> Yeah. What are y'all's thoughts on the streaming role being loosened and the TV role still being effect? I will uh, I'll gladly take that one. Mm-hmm. I uh, I oversee the streaming company that we have, so uh Four thousand thumbs up to the streaming role being still in effect. Yeah, watch the games on TexanLive.com. There's our promo to end it. So yeah. the Texas, so the so, so the TV. <laughs> I think the more interesting part of that, obviously, is, we, yeah. <laughs> we've we've gone on the record. We like the streaming. We like mm-hmm. the, being able to stream games. I think that's good. I like pe- people being able to watch football games regardless of where they're at. <laughs> I also think. My opinion, and again, like caveat over all of this, we do have a streaming company, TexanLive.com, that you can stream a bunch of games at. So we're speaking from a position, that's where we're speaking from a position of. For me, even if we didn't have TexanLive.com, 
I would like it because I feel like I get a better grasp and more eyes on more teams and I can do a better job at my job mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm able to go. For example, I like the, just the other day, I realized I haven't seen Newton this year. Like Newton's top three team in 3A Division two. We like him a lot. I think that right now the computer projection to make a state championship game, I realize we're six weeks in the season I haven't seen him at all. But I got to pull up and see some, see some of their game. Mm-hmm. And so that to me is a benefit for me and I mm-hmm. feel like I can do my job better. As far as the TV rule is concerned, I get it. I don't think it's long for this world. Um, but I also think, if I may speak completely out of turn, hmm. um, I think the UIL has that club in their bag for the highest bidder for exclusive rights. In the same way that, like, um, in the same way that, like, the NFL is only on Fox, right? Yeah. It's not like. Uh, CW is able to have NFL yeah. games, stuff yeah. like that. I think they want. I think they want to keep that so that if somebody were to come and bid on for rights. for for exclusive rights on a Friday night, mm-hmm. like there's a reason that like there's no other baseball games on Sunday night. There's only one, and yeah. ESPN has the exclusive rights to it. I think that basically, I think that's what the UIL wants to keep behind. If I may, just again speak completely out of turn and out of my. That makes sense. Yeah. So, that's why. Um, we just got an un- we just got tagged in an unbelievable tweet. All three of us. Uh, Coach Ray Gates was he smoked brisket for all his players, and he just tweeted out uh, is, pictures of it, and it looks amazing. It is their bye week, and what in the? He also has a he has an apron that has his name on it, which is awesome. Yeah. Why would he send this to us? I don't know, but my stomach growled. Should have come out there and visited him. Doesn't he know that we do a show and we're not able to eat lunch until afterwards? Sure. <laughs> How rude. I don't care if you're going to go ten and zero and win the district. Tepper is about to punch in how to how quick he can get to North Crowley High School from here. <laughs> That's it. Crowley's going to beat him in the in the. In the no. Oh no! <laughs> I think Crowley's going to win. Anyway, it's going to do for us. Please watch Bally Sports Southwest tonight. You're going to be at Capel Louisville. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Can Capel go five and zero? That'd be a massive win. Yeah, be a huge win. for I. I, as I said in the picks, cowboy fight never dies. I might, but I'm taking. I might throw. I'll throw this up on Bally if they if they win tonight. If they oh. can beat Louisville, because that's a legitimate. That would be that be a best a win of the year. Oh yeah, in pretty years. Cool. Louisville's pretty good. <laughs> if it, years and, and if they we said this on top and stuff. If they win this game, if Capel wins tonight, like it it gets upgraded to not just a bit. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. like, like we're legitimately like, back up. Like actually back up. Yeah. You know? Do you know uh, I, that if uh, if Coppell wins in my interview with Antonio Wiley, I have to give him a hug and tell him it's for, it's from Tepper on camera. Oh, okay. So, well, so this we, is good. So this we, is this is good yeah. bit. I told you. I'm trying to get you some content. This yeah. is for you. I, I can so, handle that. Go get him. Cowboy fight never dies, yeah. but uh, don't have super high hopes. It's going to do it for us. Who's Everman got tonight? Uh, they are playing off. All right, they're uh, they are uh, they are they're going to beat the hell. They're going to beat off. Yeah, they're going to beat off tonight. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash Dave. Why are you smiling? Nothing. Follow they're, us on Instagram. Instagram.com/slash Instagram. Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Matt Stepp and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.